Well, hello. Uh, this is uh, Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff. He's John. John's a preacher's kid, and I'm a preacher with kids. <clears throat> and uh, so we get together and talk about God and, and biblical questions, and um, we spend hours on the phone talking. And um, in fact, uh, we started a conversation on. Uh, what was it, Thursday afternoon? <laughs> oh, yeah. And we never finished the conversation because people kept interrupting us, and I'd go, John, I'll call you back because I knew we'd be on the phone all evening. <laughs> yeah. This is true. <laughs> and so after about the third or fourth time, I, I just quit calling him back. <laughs> but anyway, we like to get together and talk about God's Word and about um, and just get deeper into His Word. And so we hope that you enjoy this. We're going to open with prayer and then get going. Dear Lord, Father, we open today with uh, we're just asking you to open our hearts. Lord, um, anyone that listens to this, Father, we just ask you to, to touch them in a special way that they receive your message. Lord, we ask you to, to uh, uh, Lord, give us the wisdom and knowledge to, to, un, to unlock the, the mysteries of your word mm-hmm. so that we can just draw closer to you, Lord, and that we can, our faith will grow stronger. Lord, we ask it all in your son's holy name. Amen. Amen. Well... <clears throat> This may not be a scriptural lesson, but yet at the same time it is scriptural. All right. This this may not be a political subject, but yet at the same time it is a political subject. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm listening. I'm intrigued. Jeff's quivering with <clears throat> anticipation over here because he has absolutely no idea what's going to come out of my mouth in the next few minutes. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we come to you and do this thing to you. Oh, by the way, let me issue the disclaimer. Just send $5 to the address at the bottom of the screen and everything will be lovely. Because <clears throat> you'll get a new Cadillac to driveway. <laughs> <laughs> we don't put a, an address at the bottom of the screen because we don't want their money. We don't. Uh-uh. We don't have a screen. If do they want to get a new Cadillac, they need to invest that money into a savings account that earns interest and they need to give their heart to God. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm sorry. I don't want a new Cadillac. They cost too much to keep up. <laughs> oh man. All right. Having that out of the way. Oh, uh, can you be an evolutionist and be Christian? I'm glad you asked that question, John, because I had a discussion with a gentleman uh, this past week. It was a good discussion. Uh, um, He found out I was a preacher, so he started asking questions, and I started answering questions. And during our conversation, he goes, you and I both know that the world wasn't created in six days. Put those over there. And uh, I'll get the donuts out of your reach. Please uh, and I laughed and said, "Well, why would God tell us it was put done in six days if it was, t- and He rested on the seventh, if it took Him longer?" So there are people out there. There are, and and I have, I actually have talked with many people who believe that um, in Christian evolution, and not in the sense that we came from one. Um, you know, from one thing to another, but that that it took time 
for everything to evolve. In God's creation. In God's that, creation. That God created that, all this stuff yeah. and then put it into motion and it just kind of grew into yes, itself and it took, from his original plan. Yeah, and what, like one person said, well, you know, in the Bible it talks about God saying that, that a day to him is like 10,000 days or whatever. And I said, um, or 10,000 years, and I said, you're taking that whole scripture out of context. If you look at it, he's... He, uh, um, He's basically telling telling the people that he's gonna do things on his own time, not on their time. And but when he's talking, when Moses is writing the book of Genesis, he's writing it so that people can understand it. And if people can understand it, it has to be written so that we understand it. So if he would have said today is is a uh, day is a thousand years, now, and here's something else too that a lot of people don't realize that in Genesis chapter one, um, the Greek word is different than from Genesis chapter two when it talks about day. And because a lot of people get confused when it says Genesis chapter one talks about creation. And then Genesis chapter two, it says in the day of creation. Mm-hmm. And they, and, and I literally had to go through that. And I can't remember the Greek words that are different. One of them, one of them means a day. One of them is a specific like, point in time. Like, um, yes, it took me a day to drive from here to Florida and back. It took me a day. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, we made that trip weekly. Does that make sense? I, you oh, see, it does um, to me because <clears throat> yeah. I understand the concept. Yes. And just, so, just because you have an age don't mean that you are you can age within an age. Yes, but... There's two different Greek words, but in the English word, it's one word that means two different things. And uh, it's funny because that, that actually was, I was in a class, they said, can one word mean two different things? I was like, I don't think it can. And there was a guy in my class named Moses, and, uh, and, and uh, Moses said, oh, no, if it's, if it's a word, it means that's what it means. And, he, and uh, that's kind of like saying, get that group of guys over here, and there's four or five girls in there, right? Yes. You mean bring the whole group over. Yes. But in the literal sense, you just bring the guys over and not bring leave well, the girls. Well, this is, it's, this is even more than that because he, uh, when he read it, and we opened our Bibles and read Genesis chapter 1, it says in the beginning it was a, uh, God created the heavens and the earth where earth was out form and void and, and darkness covered the face of the earth and, and uh, the Spirit of the Lord came across and then God separated the darkness from the light and that was the first day. And he goes, that was a day, right? And said, okay. Said, okay. This other says in the day of creation. Mm-hmm. And uh, said, so and Moses was like, well, that's right, because it's a day, a day is a day. You mm-hmm. know, and he goes, okay. A day is a period of time. And so, and also, it is a specific period of time. But the, and then the professor said, I studied all day yesterday. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And he goes, back in the day, I remembered, but I didn't have to study as much because I remembered it more. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so Moses wanted to argue with him, and I said, uh, and, and and the professor said, uh, uh, McCartney, you want to t- chime in and help your buddy? I said, Moses, hush, <laughs> we lose it. <laughs> I said, I have been converted, <laughs> and and the, everybody started laughing. And Moses goes, Come on, brother, don't leave me hanging. <laughs> but here's here's the thing: people, there are people out there that believe with all their heart that. That God created the heavens and the earth 
and the earth was out form. But it took, but he planted the seeds and the seeds grew and all that. But see, I look at it and go, you're not understanding the whole concept. Uh, but yes, there are people out there that I believe are Christians, but they don't understand the scriptures. And that's one of the things that you and I are doing here is hoping to help people understand the scriptures exactly. a little bit better. It, by, by hitting all these strange odd Yes, because a lot of bizarre. people... I mean, what's the, what's the odds? And I didn't tell you I talked to that guy this week, did I? No. I talked to him about and and we got in this conversation. And, and that's where we kind of left off is... It, because he had to go to the airport and pick somebody up, and I had to leave and go do something else. And but we were there probably over an hour sitting there talking about God and creation and God and and the the Word of God. Um, and and the, the, it was it may have been written by a man, but it was it's the, the true Word of God, and you can't change it, and you you can't just decide what you want to believe, what you don't want to believe. And that's when he goes, well, you know, it wasn't written in seven days. I mean, about where it wasn't created. I'm like, you put limitations on God. You say He can save you from sin and death and hell, but you say He can't create uh, everything in one day mm-hmm. that He created in a day. Mm-hmm. And and He looked at me kind of grin. I was like, you put limitations on God that that and and saying that. But <clears throat> I don't believe that that there is an evolution there there is a micro evolution and a macro evolution too so you get you're opening up a whole oh, that's a exactly, whole list look, of, look, of things just wait till you hear the next one because see when you start talking about micro evolution it, it, it it's and, and macro evolution it's the difference of of saying that yes we've evolved in certain ways um because the the atmosphere is different. We're putting stereo people to get a chicken from being a baby chicken to being grown as fast as they do it. They they they're not eating just regular feed. Mm-hmm. They're eating feed with stuff in it. Engineered. And so you you know, girls are are in elementary school having their menstrual cycles mm-hmm. and developing more and more now than they were when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And. Um, cause I, I remember when I first became a youth leader, um, I had a parent come up to me, a, a mom and said, look, my daughter's in elementary school and mm-hmm. she, she's starting to, and, and she said, which goes back a lot yes. to what's in the food that we eat. That it is. It produce is for profit, not necessarily for nutrition. Right. Which and, comes right back to the next question that I'm going to ask. All right. We, I, I know you, you it, this is never going to be cleared up. It's okay. never going to be cleared up. Okay. It's never going to be cleared up until God yeah, okay. ends his time period. Okay. We're all in eternity. Then it'll be cleared up. Okay. Which I always go back to Deuteronomy 29, 29. I'm right. Thinking. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh, all right. The question was, can you be a Christian and believe in evolution? Sort of, kind of. I think you're, the depth of your understanding is very shallow because you're looking at more worldly ways than you are godly ways. In my opinion, when you say yes, you can, at the same time, when you say you believe in evolution, you're calling God a liar because see, in the beginning, that's, God created. That's, right. well, yeah. If he created, then he created. Yes. Meaning he created everything. Right. Let me let me second part of this question. You ready for it? Okay. Can you be an atheist and believe in creation? I would say yes and no. And, and there again, 
my my deal on a, on a, a Christian <laughs> that believes in evolution right. is, is is a is a young Christian or somebody who doesn't who has trouble trying to get down and understand the Bible. And as if their as their depth and and understanding of the Word of God comes into play, they will they will change their way and they'll evolve from evolution to creation. See, there's the key right there. The key there is in understanding what God's word says. Yes. And number two, you believing it. Yes. And that's that's it. So they may not believe they may not quite understand that how it was made in seven days, six days and rest on the seventh, but they understand and they'll they'll gain knowledge. But at the same time, now when you say can an atheist believe in creation and I said yes and no. An atheist doesn't really believe there's a God. And right. so... So therefore, but, he is all on the evolution board, right? Well, you would think time. that. But a lot of people believe that aliens have created... We're not even talking about that. that you don't want to go there? <laughs> well, you asked, John. I, I just... <laughs> we're, we're talking about... This world and the things contained in this planet. <laughs> well, nothing, look, coming in, no, nothing coming in from uh, outside of the, you know, I mean, we're not talking about Sasquatch and all of that. that just, just don't, these two groups of human individuals that are abide in this current. So Mork from Ork didn't have any. Mork from Ork did not happen. <laughs> In, in, in no, so in that case. I know how to make crop circles. Yes, I oh, I believe with all my heart that there's not aliens out there that are, especially aliens that have come and uh, created us. But that's well, when you that, start stu- when you start studying creation, one of the things that you talk about is that there's an intelligent design, and the de- intelligent design is if if you're walking through the woods and you find a watch. You pick it up. You go. That was intelligently designed. It wasn't just. It didn't just happen it, it that way. It didn't come out of a mushroom. You know, but you, it, but you could take. And, and I've been walking. I, I survey, so I walk through the woods. I've been walking through the woods, and all of a sudden, find these rocks stacked so neatly in a square. And you know that at one time it was a raised. It was a raised garden for somebody, or it's or an old cemetery or a foundation. Well. I've seen uh, I've, I've seen stack I've seen stacks of 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 of, of rocks stacked up and 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 they're not in a wall fashion but stacked up in a, in pier fashion and you know there was no house or no barn or no steel or no something that was yeah, there Martin it Dick, was intelligently yeah. put together yeah Martin Digger had been in so the woods there's an intelligent design and and the to combat the atheists that combat intelligent design say, why couldn't an alien do it? You know, there's no way the pyramids were created by men. All right, you being a surveyor know that if you have proper triangulations and and mathematical equations and things like that, you can completely lay out a design over several acres. Oh, yeah. If you have the proper coordinates. Yes, you don't and have to be up hey, six million feet above the earth and looking down on this thing to make the design on the earth. Do you realize that stars were navigational? They were navigational. Yes. And, and God also wrote messages in the stars. Mm-hmm. I mean, the season we're in right now is evidence of that. 
Yes. Unless you're an atheist and you don't believe in this anyway, so that's true. You probably won't be listening to what we're talking about. So, right but an atheist right. to com- combat creation will say, or the intelligent design will say, well, then it must be aliens. But now, I'm truthfully, a, I'm gonna get another cup get you of another coffee. Cup so of coffee get, get up in the middle of your sermon and walk out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but to to be honest, most atheists will be on board with. Um, evolution, okay. the Big right. Bang theory kind of suggestion. All right. All right, let's let's get deeper into that right there and the, the thought that came across my mind and what's yeah. been rolling over all this stuff. All right, all right. we're gonna we're gonna fast forward today, pull it off of that, and come up to the current situation that this whole world is in. All right, if you are an evolutionist, one of the main tenets of your belief system is that the strong will survive, right? Yeah, pretty much, because that's... That's um, how this species... All these, amino, have, all these amino acids started coming together to form a single cell, and the single cell... And the strongest started, one came yes. out of that, the strongest one yeah. came out of that, and reproduced, and strong reproduced. Okay, yeah. all right. Now, see, it takes more faith to believe in evolution than it does Christianity. I'm, I'm completely in concurrence. Yeah, because not only did it have, uh, did a, out of nothing came a male and a female, but a male and a female of every species. Yeah, but wait a minute. Wait and a with minute. enough different DNA. Not out of nothing, just out of nothing came everything. Yes, yes. But anyway, yeah. All right, so... So, yes, uh, the strong shall survive is basically the evolution is a guide to evolution. It's because um, the weaker systems died off, and, and so, yes, that's, that's true. And, and I'm, I'm thinking now, I'm not, just, I'm, just, I'm not just limiting this thought process to just what's going on particularly at this point in time. Yes. Yeah, so you got to go back to all these other things that we've come across. Mm-hmm. Would you not consider the fact or consider the, the, the option or the idea that if you are an evolutionist, you believe in a strong survive, that why would you fight a very power, an organism uh, or whatever you want to call it, however you want to put that, you know, insert your own little definition. Why, why would you come in here and try to stop something that in and of itself is purifying that evolutionary process? Hence the coronavirus. Hence the flu. Hence H1N1. Hence uh, the chicken flu and the, all this other stuff that comes along that wipes out the weakest of the species. Why would you fight it? Knowing that, that this virus is, and you know the stats on this, this is what started as part of this thought process. You know the stats that it's taken out 40% of the old people that's in nursing well, homes. Now, right? see, wait a minute. All right. When you start talking about percentages, you have to start to thinking about the different. Yes, if if you're talking about senior adults in nursing homes that are getting to the end of their life, and they and they get COVID nineteen, and it kind of it's kind of like topping off your coffee. Mm-hmm. It's it's it it, it, it overflows. It, it, that's, and I'm that's not the just, straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. I'm and, not just talking about getting rid of the old people. Uh, yeah, but the weaker, but the weaker too. Yeah, um, most of most of the deaths, the biggest part of the the, the majority of deaths, has it not had somebody but, with an underlying condition? But here's something else. I got a friend of mine who is battling cancer, and cancer's, I mean, is is really just taking a toll mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. He got COVID. 
and uh, it hardly touched him. Mm-hmm. His son, who's just graduated high school, got COVID, and he ended up in the hospital for three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, now, his son's, you know, not battling cancer or anything. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it affects people differently, but also I think that the mindset of people is that if because it's been such a pandemic situation, the, the swine flu back in oh. Nine, what? Oh, eight or nine? I can't remember. It's back. Um, You're actually, I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. The swine flu, H1N1, 60 million people had it. Look mm-hmm. it up on the, on, the, on the website. 60 million people had it. But the death rate was a lot less of a percentage. Mm-hmm. And because it was a form of the flu and people had antibodies, it hurt younger people more than it did older people. Mm-hmm. And, and and so this is just the opposite. It, the COVID is, is affecting older people more than it is younger people. Mm-hmm. My, I had it. I, I was hurting. My joints hurt like they've never hurt before. Mm-hmm. Um, my arthritis was arthritic. I mm-hmm. mean, it was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, hurting just like I've never felt pain mm-hmm. in my joints like that. But... It wasn't as bad as I've had the flu that hurt me worse. Like I, I continued to to work out in the yard. Um, I bush hogged. I, I I I dug a root that was in the driveway out of the out. Spent a half a day doing that, cutting it with an axe and digging and with a pick and a shovel and uh, and getting that root out of the driveway that had just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, as the dirt goes around it, and uh, you know, um, so I never slowed down. Mm-hmm. But I hurt. Um, kind of like I do every the day. The flu, yeah. <laughs> the flu, I mean, I laid in bed, I laid in bed for three or four days. And that mm-hmm. was after having the flu shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was sick with the virus this past, the week that every, they shut everything down in March. On Monday, I woke up uh, and Amanda was sick. Before I got Bailey to school, um, uh, Stephanie called me and said she was going home. I said, "Well, I'm gonna go get some orange, some some juice, and some Gatorades and stuff, and and I, and soup, and I'm gonna come home." And uh, by the time I got home, I put everything on the counter, walked over, and just laid down on the sofa. And the next, and and call, I texted my mom, said, "Pick up Bailey. Mm-hmm. I'll leave a bag for her out on the front porch. Do not come in this house." Mm-hmm. And I went in there and and uh, got her bag. Put it on the uh, on the front porch, and I went back and laid on the sofa, and was sick. We didn't move. Me and Bailey, me and Amanda was Amanda's on one end, I was on the other end. And Stephanie was in bed. Wouldn't none of us move the whole day. I called Mason mm-hmm. and said, "I don't care where you go, but don't come to this house." Mm-hmm. And uh, he stayed gone for two days. And and uh, Madison was, of course, at college, and we were sick. Didn't feel like doing anything. But you survived. Yes. And the COVID... Which means if you're an evolutionist, that you're one of the stronger of the species. Well, the COVID didn't... My kids didn't even have an effect on it. Three of them have had the COVID, and, and if they would not have tested positive, they wouldn't have known they had COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said that... Uh, I, I want to say 30% of the people that get it are asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad virus. It's a uh-huh. bad pandemic based on, on uh, media... And politicians yes, and yes, big pharma. Yes, 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 yes. That's yes, what's yes, made it a pandemic. Yes, uh, it is not a pandemic in the sense H one N one has had 
has hit uh, 55 million more people mm-hmm. in the United States than COVID has. And the death rate is different, but everybody who has died with COVID has died of COVID. Mm-hmm. If you're at a, if, if. In, in how many, how, oh, overall, overall. Okay, let's, let's go with the, with the percentages in the stats right here, okay? okay? Overall, how many of the people that has died with COVID have either been elderly? Let's just say compromise. Let's put that word out there, compromise. Well, let me, let me throw, that, that includes let me, let me throw elderly something at you. like me. <laughs> let me throw something at you first. Remember in New York when, when all this happened and yeah. they, were, they said they were having to, hire, they were having to rent Trailers to trailers, put dead bodies in, yeah. Cooler trailers to put dead bodies in and all that. I have two friends whose kids are in the military and they're nurses in the military. Mm-hmm. One's in one branch of the military, one's in another branch of the military. So they send them up there. They told them when they got they go, you're going up here, and we don't know when you're going to come back. Got up there, and one, I talked to one of them's dad, and I uh, said, the first day that they was up there, it's like, this is horrible. We hadn't seen anything like it. And uh, this, and and a couple of days later, called and said, "You know, Dad, uh, I work the ER in a trauma center. I'm not gonna say which one, mm-hmm. but it's a in, in a major. She, this person's in the reserves, is a nurse in the reserves, mm-hmm. and uh, but works in the trauma <clears throat> unit at a hospital." Where they sh- they fly everybody in. This is mm-hmm. one of the major. Mm-hmm. This is if you get hurt in an accident, they want you there. Uh-huh. And said, Dad, I've had busier nights and worse things than this working at the ER. Mm-hmm. So this isn't as bad as this is a normal day for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A week later, said, Dad, you're not believe this. Said I don't have any patience at all. Said that. Um, I don't have any patience because uh, so I'm just kind of a floater helping whoever whatever nurse says hey go do, do this for me so I said I, I don't know why I'm even here <laughs> it's amazing S- isn't it? stayed up there for two weeks and then they started getting them to come back and they said you have to quarantine coming back the other one I didn't get in as much detail but the other one was at a COVID-19 only center mm-hmm. and after uh, and drove their own truck up there, mm-hmm. and because they drove their own truck up, got to leave, was only up there like a week and a half, two weeks, came home. And, and how, how many how many people actually were put in that great big hospital ship that run around there? Here's the thing, you know what happened is the the media mm-hmm. and the the mayor and the governor was talking about how bad it was. Mm-hmm. And all these healthcare workers were talking about how bad it was, mm-hmm. but the truth is, when they sent the military in, and it came to light how, how it wasn't as bad as they said it was, I think we've been lied to a lot. And I'm not generally a conspiracy theorist, but I think I think that that everybody that came in that hospital ended up with COVID, if you know what I mean. Oh, I did, I did. And now, now, now see, there, there's there's reasons for me. Coming off on this now, okay? Yeah. We hadn't got to the political aspect of it yet. Right. What I'm looking at right now is just the the physical, biological yes. stuff. Now, we'll get, now you trust me, next week y'all need to listen to this because we're getting to the political stuff next week. If that's okay with you. That's fine. I, I because mean, this, this is, a, and the reason I'm saying this, this is all going to fold right back into what the Bible says about the last times. 
about us being in the last age. It's all going to fold. See, right I had a conversation it. with somebody. They go, goes, and I said, I don't know that Jesus is coming back in my lifetime because I'm 50. I said, but we're getting very close. Very, and very these close. Are, these are steps that are, these are giant leaps before we're walking, but now we're running. We're in the fast lane going towards the end of time. All right, which goes right back to that question that I asked you many, many years ago. I know exactly what you're going to ask. Say if it. If we had Say a revival. It. Say it. If uh, There'll be a great falling away at the end when before Jesus comes back. But if we had a revival and everybody came back together and started to actually worshiping and serving and glorifying God, would that put off the end of time? Where's the examples of this? It's all in the Old Testament. Look at the children of Israel. What happened to them? I just got through reading through the book of Judges and Joshua. And how many times did Israel fall away from their God and start worshiping other gods? Mm -hmm. This started the other day when you asked me that question you did that Mason asked you about what? Graven images. Well, that was what we were studying. That's what it started. That's what started this. But you go back through. When you go back through Joshua and Judges and you look at how many times that it says, and let me give you the exact quote. You look at, look Look at a minute. You look at the the scripture here, Johnny, and... uh, it talks about the the end of times. It it, it uh, you're not buying and selling without without having the mark of the That's beast. Exactly where we're going with this. They're not wanting you to go to concerts. They're not wanting you to go on airplanes. Then they're not wanting some stores. They're, gonna, want, they're wanting you to have the have the this plastic. vaccine before you go into the to and any to go anywhere. And they're not wanting you to use cash. Yes, get rid of the cash. You know, if they get rid of the cash, they can control your money. Let me give you one. I'm going to give you one because we got, what, a minute? All right. Judges chapter 4, verse 1. This, this thing right here is a continuing, it's a continuing thing throughout Judges, Joshua and Judges. When Ehud was dead, the children of Israel did again evil in the sight of the Lord. Yeah. That's the repetitive theme. When you go through this, you see how many times the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. So what does that mean? America has turned their back on God. Oh, absolutely. America has, has prostituted Obama, themselves. Obama's made a statement. And I said it when he made the statement. I said, I don't care if you agree with anything else a man said. There's one statement I agree with, and it saddens me that I, that I agree with him. America is not a Christian nation. <laughs> and he said it. Mm-mm. And it's not. It is more popular to be um, to be a Muslim. It is more popular to be an atheist. It's more popular to be any something. It's not. And Christianity is is a is a, it's some, a default religion. Dude. It, it was a default religion, but it's also frowned upon mm-hmm. because because of intolerance. And and uh, but here's the thing, John. You look at it. Uh, the the. Um, the COVID is manufactured, or was is a manufactured pandemic based on media and all that, because mm-hmm. it's and it's killing the percentages of the the elderly and the weak and all that. But it's it's still they're going. 
what did it shorten their life? I went, I was visiting a man one time who was who was eighty three years old. John, he had diabetes. He was in the, he was in the hospital. He was in a nursing home. They had just amputated one leg. They about to amputate another leg. And he said, "Will you go get me a, a, a Snickers bar and a pack of crackers?" And I said, "Sure." And somebody, goes, I can't believe you did that. You know, he's diabetic. I said, "Did I did I shorten his life by years or hours?" You know what I'm saying? He, if I'm laying there and I'm not going to make it out of, that, out, of, out of life and and I want a Snickers bar and you don't get it, I'm going to pick something up and throw it at you. Because I'm, it's not like you're going to knock off 10, 12 years. You might knock off 10, 12 minutes. And the man lived another year or two and, and finally passed away. Mm-hmm. However... That, and that's what COVID's doing. It's not killing people that are healthy. It's killing people that are dying already. I know. I know. And we're all dying. Exactly. So I, it's, 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 it's irritating me. And yes, all this is is subtly getting us. I don't think this pandemic, this manufactured pandemic is is the end. But it is. It's it a is, tool. It is. It's helping people get into, uh, come on in the house. It's helping. It's, it's getting people where they're accustomed to being told what Absolutely. to do, Absolutely. so that when the, so that when the market of beast comes, save be, something for next week. It'll be more okay. We're over time. Oh, thank you for listening. Be sure to pick this up next week because it's going to get interesting. Y'all have a great week. We'll say we'll talk to you next week. You want to close in prayer, John? Absolutely. Close us. Father, thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to share this, whether it's with seven people or 7,000. Lord, just cause people somehow or other to tune in and listen to what's transpiring because this is part of your divine plan. It's in this book. And if we will abide by this as a nation, you can possibly prolong what we've got to live here in. Go with us in the rest of the day, rest of our week. Keep our hearts and our minds, if we belong to you, focused on you. And I pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.